0: hey what's up it's the real ass dude puerto rican rattlesnake Luis j gomez you're listening to the mad scientist party hour
1: oh hello there friends welcome back to another episode of mad scientist party hour my name is Kevin Kraft. Joined once again by a man who is fully Donald Ducking it and is in the process of casting magic spells
0: using his boner as a wand.
1: That's the dragon himself, Jeff Clark.
0: That's right, my boner's got special powers. And
1: beaming to us from Hogwarts, the bearded booger eating Dumbledore known
0: as
2: Shuddy Boy. Yo.
0: Oh, Don't no. get us canceled, Kevin. No, brat brat.
2: I forgot, Wait, if I'm being honest. What
0: are you firing canceled. people again? Jesus Christ,
1: Shuddy. He's bidding on more He-Man toys.
2: I am not. I am... I've pumped the brakes a little bit.
1: By a little bit, do you mean by those smaller figures you showed off to us in the Easter egg that you've purchased?
0: Or are you do you mean like your labor <laughs> turnover? Are you... <laughs> Are you no, firing no, no. people less or buying less collectibles?
2: No, I haven't bought anything on eBay yet today. Today? Uh-oh. So we're, people we're are slowing still getting down. fired. <laughs> oh. nice.
1: I mean, I, I, it seems like you've really been on a roll with buying
2: He-Man toys.
1: How is there any left that you don't have?
2: Well, I haven't even gotten into the vintage line which I'm trying, my goal is to completely stay away from. Is
1: that a slippery slope?
2: It is a very slippery slope. Of shirtless, and
0: muscle-bound manness.
2: So I'm-
0: I, I got a question. Is any of this done with the idea or the thought of investing? Any, either, you you, you can answer that as well, Kevin, because you're a collector of many different things that, you know, unless you're a hobbyist or a nerd, someone like me might think is useless. But if you can monetize it or you can profit off it, then fuck me, right? So do you have any... Like, are you thinking about that at all? I or mean, I,
1: I've i got some stuff. I don't buy things with the thought of flipping them. I, I buy stuff because, like... I just really like looking at it and being surrounded by stuff that's just cool looking and makes me happy when I just happen to glance at it. I have, Mm -hmm. you know, bought things that have done very well. Like I bought uh, an issue of Walking Dead number one, like when I was still living on the East Coast. So over 10 years ago for like 200 bucks and I got it graded by the CGC and it's a 9.8, which is almost as high as you can get. And that's. Gone up considerably in value. I think the interest in the TV show has plateaued for a while now, so it's not really going up. But there's stuff like that that I've just bought because I liked it, and it has gone up a bunch in value. And there's definitely the thought that, like, okay, if the bottom falls out on everything, and, like, you know, everybody on Patreon cancels, the Ellis show goes belly up, and, you know, I'm completely out of options... I definitely have like a little bit of a safety net of stuff that I could sell, even though it would fucking break my heart to do so. No shit. And I like I like original pages from comics. Uh, the homie Alex Wilson turned me onto that years ago at a at Comic Con because he likes to treat himself to like a page. So when they do a page in a comic, like they'll pencil it, they'll ink it that original sheet gets scanned and somebody colors it, and then that goes into the comic. But they usually retain those pages, and a lot of people sell them off. So, you know, some artists, of course, are just insanely expensive. But I've bought a few pages where afterwards the artists blew up or the series blew up, and then it's like every page in the entire run has sold out, so I'm sure those are
0: have gone up a little bit. Interesting. Now, well, I ask partially because this is like something that's came up with me and one of my homies recently. Um, uh, one of my best friends growing up, he's like my best basketball friend. We we met when I was like nine years old at the basketball court that we both live next to, and we just – he's my oldest friend. So it's like, what is that, 25 years now? We've always played basketball together, like seriously, like growing up every day of the week outside of like, you know, the winters. And then we would play indoors in the winter. So essentially, we'd play basketball. And he always, him and his other best friend, always collected basketball cards and sports cards. And that was their shit. He's a huge Kobe Bryant fan, huge Kevin Garnett fan. And he collected and has, like, essentially every Kobe Bryant basketball card ever created, right? So, and he was, like, always weird about it. Like, most, you know, most people... Not even kids, most people collect things the way you collect things. It's just something you're a fan of it's a hobby if anything comes of it of it great but like that was kind of the end of it and even since we but even since we were kids, he always collected these things as an investment every time he always knew the value of the cards he was buying and me and him like he he had like an eBay account to like buy basketball cards sports cards like when we were serious when i was nine he was 10 years old this is something he's always been doing right and he's just i mean like collecting and collecting and buying cards and always thinking to invest right so he treats cards kind of like, like stocks yeah yeah for sure so uh recently there's been like a huge boom in the sports card market like fucking stupid like 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 massive no shit right and he's been holding on to these cards for his whole life and just adding to it, collecting. Like he's always been collecting, and I've talked about this recently with Pumanati and Discord because we have a few homies of a Pumanati that are card collectors, and they would tell me things like, "Dude, if you go into if you in if you're in Target and you see basketball cards for sale or any cards for sale, buy everything you have they have and either sell it to me or." or just keep it for yourself because it's like they're worth their weight in gold. My buddy says that basketball cards at this point are worth their weight in gold times five, right? What? Now, mind. Listen. So now I'm kind of, I'm kind of spilling the beans on his business here or not business, but well, yeah, kind of, but like, I don't (laughs) see how I could like get him in. Like, I don't think it's going to piss him off, but we've been talking a lot recently because I'm huge into basketball. He's huge into basketball still. He only works, like, in the summers, so, like, his whole winter is just, like, basketball shit, like, watching basketball, collecting basketball cards and all that stuff. Um, So, there's been a huge boom in the sports card industry, and he collected every Kobe Bryant card. That, combined with, you know, the unfortunate passing and the helicopter crash of Kobe Bryant, sent his card collection just through the fucking roof. Like, through the roof, right? Right. So we were talking last week, and he's, like, starting to move these cards. And, again, you got to keep in mind, he always bought these cards as investments. Like, even when we were 11, this is the weird thing about him. Even when we were 10, 11 years old, he always, like, had the plan to sell it. Like, he was always going to sell his card collection, right? So we were talking this past week, and I was just like, dude, what, like, what are we talking about here? What are, you, like, what are you being offered for these cards? What do you think you could get for all this? And he's like, well, you know, I'm 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 probably gonna buy a McLaren this year. <laughs> I was like, yeah. What? He's like, no, no, seriously, I'm gonna buy a two-unit house. I'm gonna buy a McLaren off of Kobe I was cards. Like, oh, yeah, I was like, what do you what do you think? He's like, what do you think you're gonna make? He's like, I, I'm looking at like seven hundred thousand dollars in profit. Well, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I like that like, he he makes like. Fuck. He's made all these really good
1: investments and then he's going to make the worst one possible and buy a McLaren. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, so we all have weaknesses, right? And like he always he's a collected guy? these cards. Yeah, he always, I don't know if it's a weakness, but yeah, he always collected these cards with the idea of investing. So he's, like- got,
1: he's got no, like when he parts with these cards and sells them, it's not going to be like if I had to sell some of my comic art. Or like my Walking Dead number one, because that would, if it would if times were tough and it got to the point where I had to sell them to like make rent or buy buy food and stuff, it would kill me to do it. It'd be like, yeah, maybe when I go and set up my tent under an underpass, I can keep this Walking Dead number
0: one with me. See, I don't know because you would think so. I mean, it's kind of like human nature. I, you know, for I've known him for twenty five years and he's always collected cards. So, like, just, you know, it ending one day, you would think it would be, like, an emotional thing on some level. But then again, he's always been investing. So, I guess not. I, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. But, like, so he was sending me – he sent me a few offers, like, screenshots of, like, guys offering, like, 5000 $6,000 for a card. He has one card that was graded, like, a 10 that went for $50,000 the other day. Like, he just had – and he has – like he, he told me, he's like, yeah, this fifty thousand dollar card. I only have one of them, but like he has like multiples of every fucking Kobe Bryant card, right? Yeah, and I mean, and like his one, like I don't know if it's I don't know what it is, like it's a, an addiction or something. But he's he's in the he's in the cards. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he's clearly cards, found a hustle. So it's like, not
1: like it's not like me buying comics. That's like his hustle, right. and it's you know seems like yeah. it's providing him with a very nice livelihood. I mean, I told you guys in the past that when I was a kid, I just heard about baseball cards being worth money. And I was like, wait, they sell these fucking things at the grocery store. You're telling me I could buy one of those things? And just, there could be a card in there, by chance, that's worth a lot of money. And they're like, yeah. So, I used to buy baseball cards all the time, despite not watching baseball, not knowing who any of the players are, not knowing anything about it. I was so naive, I thought... As a kid in like 1988, I could buy a pack of baseball cards that would have a Babe Ruth rookie in it. I didn't understand <laughs> that they were put. That it was yeah, it's the from current.
2: that s- particular season.
1: Yes, I I thought that they just threw Babe Ruth rookies in random packs. So like, yeah,
0: and if you ever got one, it wasn't it was worth ten cents. Because exactly. It was, you know, <laughs>
1: I mean, it was I a reprint. Who knows if and I had it, held on to all those things? They're pro- I mean. I'm sure there were baseball cards that came out in the eighties that are worth money today. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: Kind of. I mean, a bit of him is just dumb luck. Like he, he collected the perfect fucking guy, Kobe Bryant. Right. And then the unfortunate circumstance of his death went and put Kobe Bryant's cards. Like, I think they're ahead of Michael Jordan. If not just like on that scene, like they're at the well, same level. Sense. You know what I mean, mean? See, I've got, I have a Stan Lee signed book and it's it was witnessed
1: by the the grading company so when they actually watch the comic book get signed and then it goes into their possession it gets a special yellow label across the top of it so that's how you know it's like 100% this has been verified as their signature
0: right yeah cert, cert certificate of authenticity or whatever
1: yeah and if it's if it's they didn't witness it but they do like you know signature analysis and they're like yeah this looks like their signature 99.9% sure it'll still just get a green label. So it'll, it'll never get the yellow one. And I don't know if anybody really gives a fuck about the green ones, but I have a Stan Lee yellow label. So he 100% signed this comic. The issue with that is Stan Lee signed so many fucking comics over the years, especially like in the last 10 years when Comic-Con exploded. He was at everyone and signed, you know, all day until his hand turned into dust. So... That's just something I like having. It's just like this awesome comic book artifact. A lot of people have a very similar artifact, so I don't think those will ever be worth money. It's just something cool to have. Kobe shit, though, I could see why that's anything rare, limited, signature. Because sometimes, don't they do that now in modern modern card packs? They'll put like, maybe, it's like golden ticket Willy Wonka style. Well, they'll, they'll put five actually autographed cards in random packs and shit.
0: Yeah, like he has a bunch of those where they'll be like, yeah, like out of twenty three or out of two hundred and fifty or something like that. Yeah, they'll have limited release cards for sure. What about like uh, game worn jerseys, stuff like that? Jesus. So yeah, like, I can like, already see a little see
1: patch in the card. Shuddy, in your uh, background, you have lots of your toys and collectibles just displayed.
2: Yeah, that's they're they're bought for me. You know, when I decided I was going to do this Masters of the Universe thing, it was they're for me. I'm taking them (laughs) off. Excuse me. Yep, just vomited. It was a burp. It was just a very quiet one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I wasn't, I wanted to display them and I didn't want to display them on the cards. So I have been taking them out of the packaging and displaying them. And I, yeah, I that's have not a move bought, by a collector. What?
1: That's not the move of a collector.
2: No. Like buying no, something is, and opening it. This is strictly this is strictly for me. I have bought stuff that have been part of lots where I've been looking for one specific piece and I've been flipping the extra stuff um, to collectors and stuff, but it's not my motivation to sell these in the at any you know, any point in the near future.
1: So when you open up your He-Man toys, do you like make them fight each other? Like, ah, yeah, take that Skeletor! Yeah, you'll never get me, He-Man! <laughs> and then like bonk them um, into each other.
2: Not like that. The <laughs> the Masters of the Universe origins, the new toy line that's coming out. That I have everything of. I do have them paired up together and facing off good guy against bad guy.
1: Do I spot on your shelf, the Ninja turtle turtle van DVD collection?
2: Yes, that is also back there. I have it right there on my shelf. Yeah, we got it. I want to say we got it at the same time. You're the one who told me about it. And then I bought it for, I I want to say I bought it for Bradley for Christmas no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was wrapped for him under the tree, and then <laughs>
1: when,
2: when they weren't allowed to touch it, uh they all they, he lost interest in it. So I've what a power it's... move by Santa.
1: <laughs> I mean, wait—is like mine's still in the box, <laughs> but you can flip it open. Like I, yeah, I, I watch them. I regularly will pop those out, and when I'm laying down to go to bed, just put a random DVD in and start, you know, some vintage Ninja Turtle episodes.
2: Um, yeah, we have done that, but they, like, they want to play with the, the fucking... Oh, the van. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, no.
1: That's a no-no in my household as well. <laughs> Why? Because you're collecting it? Is that... No, I just... Is that the... It's such a cool display for a DVD set that I just want it to stay cool looking. Like, it's one of the few packages that you can open, take the thing out, watch the DVDs, put it back in and reclose it, and it looks the same as it did the day you bought it. Like, you don't have to mangle the package or anything. There's no tape tearing shit off.
0: It's... They made it
1: pretty cool to display.
0: So, if you were in said pinch, and you had to move part ways with some of this stuff, do you have, like, a... You have, like, a ballpark figure of what you would make, you think? Like, do you have, like... Because this motherfucker, again, this is kind of... He's a very particular person. Like, he's really... Good with money and like savings and like math and like budgeting stuff and just like he has like a great mind for that kind of shit so like he again since we were kids like he would have this shit down to like you'd have like spreadsheets like what you were fucking 11 how do you <laughs> like how do you, how do you how are you tracking this like the uh, to this level I guess that's the mindset of somebody who's gonna drive a McLaren <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like that's his thing is that uh, he like flips cars too. Like he's just, I don't know. It's like the kind of dude he is. So like he has like, fuck a jet ski, like two motorcycles, like cars, but he's got his own business and shit. He's not, it's not like it's like just lighting money on fire. Like I just wish I had some of that like mentality in me. Like he, he like invests
2: because then you'd have more stuff on your wall behind you. Yeah.
1: For real, (laughs) for real. (laughs) Buy more basketball cards, Uh, Jeff.
0: Right. I'm just, I don't know. I'm weird. And like, I've like, you know, it was two of my good friends or one of my best friends, like collecting cards oh. my whole childhood. And I just was never like, eh, I was always, eh, it's fucking lame. Yeah, this I'm just is gonna watch. useless.
1: I'm just going to watch the sports. I don't need their merch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can now look that- up the value of like, you know, my comics, like individual comics, it's very easy to look up their price and see what they're going for. Um, you know toys and shit you just look what they're selling for on ebay you can you can filter ebay search results by like um what's sold in the past couple of months so you can even just yeah. look and see what people are paying for in in real time the t- the stuff i would need like i guess you know you see those pawn shop shows and even comic book men when that was on the air you just need like a dude to come and look at because i don't know what the original art would go for. I know what I paid for it. I don't know what it's worth now. Because it seems like a lot of people that buy comic book art, like original pages, they do what I do. They frame it and they display it. They're not really looking to flip it that much. The stuff that people like to flip is fucking Comic-Con merch. So they literally, before we started recording today, they announced that uh, San Diego Comic-Con is going to be another virtual one this year. And they're pushing in person to 2022 uh but when comic-con blew up all the vendors like toy toy makers like hasbro and mattel the funko pops they all make like these are the toys we're only selling at comic-con and there's like you know only a couple thousand of each or something like that so a lot of those get bought up by people like your homie like, uh, uh, I hope he doesn't mind me blowing up his spot, but Sprance's cousin, who I've hung out with at a couple of Comic-Cons, he will fly out there and stay in San Diego, and he enters all the lotteries, he gets all the fucking line tickets, and he spends all day, all five days of Comic-Con waiting in lines to buy the exclusives. And then in the lobby of the convention center, no, they perfect. have FedEx boutiques. Lila. Where they just... Like collectors or resellers, Whatever you want to call them will just run to those kiosks And FedEx all that stuff Just back back home Is his name Spider? Spider Sprant?
2: No, Is it's Nick sexy Mike Spider? It's his cousin Mike Oh, uh,
0: okay You're thinking of Goodfellas I, I know one of Sprant's cousins I wonder if it's the same guy I'm sure he has more than one Actually, maybe it was his nephew. Anyways, whatever. Sorry. I thought we we were uh, a couple degrees connected even further. Does that nope. make sense? Maybe not. Whatever. I'm just talking out of my ass. Have you heard of last collectible thing that I'm going to bring up? Well, I'm assuming it's going to go over both of your guys' heads, but it is kind of a sweet idea. Have you ever heard of NBA Top Shot? It's like something that has like taken off this year, like, twenty twenty one essentially and what it is it's like it's like blockchain NBA highlight collectibles, what? so like you get a highlight on your phone of a certain player and they're released in limited quantities like like a blockchain or like a bitcoin like a cryptocurrency it's like essentially cryptocurrency meets trading cards if that makes any sense. it might be kind of hard to comprehend, so like and and again, it's they're a limited qu- uh, quantity, and like you have to wait in line just to be like randomly selected, like an on like a digital online a digital line to be selected and win a lottery to buy these things. But if you can get your hands on them, like they're going, you can resell them for ten times what you're getting it, like unopened or whatever. I don't really. It's still like a weird idea to me, but I wonder if that stuff is gonna. Happen in like the nerd world, the comic world. I don't know. I mean, it kind of did. Top shot.
1: I I told that story a while back when Seek and I were at Comic-Con one year. You know, he's a big Lego guy and he just wants the Legos to have the Legos. And they had a line that went snaked through the convention center outside, down the stairs, to the docks in San Diego, and then like a mile down the fucking street.
0: It, in the gaslam, the gas lamp district.
1: Yeah, dude, it was fucking insane. Like, we got there, and that was like seeks. That was really important to seek. So I was like, you know what? I'll I'll wait with you. Let's go. Let's go check this line out. So we're walking through the convention. We're like, holy shit, this line's nuts. We get out into the hallway. We're like, yikes. We get down the stairs into the dock, and we're like, oh my fucking god. We see this line <laughs> going there, and, and seeks just like holding his head, like. I can't believe this. I can't believe this. And then we,
0: and then we took a bus to Costa
1: Mesa, yeah. and the line
0: is still going.
1: <laughs> but get this. So that's not even a line to get it. When you wait in line and you get up to the actual person, they have an iPad set up. And you touch your finger to the iPad, and an image will pop up, and it'll either be good cop or bad cop. Bad cop, they kick you in the ass and tell you to fuck off. Good cop, you get the Lego.
0: Oh, my God. How, how did he did he get up there? What, how, well, I know you told the story. I'm, oh, I'm assuming you told it already. What I th- happened?
1: I think he said, fuck this. Because it was literally for a Lego guy, one dude. But that's the only way you get it, is waiting in that line and winning the coin flip to get it. And they give it to you for free. But then people go on eBay, and they sell it for
0: $500. This is part of the reason why I don't know if I could ever be a father. Because if my kid got into something like that, it's just, you're supposed to like, you know, support your kids' interests and hobbies and stuff like that, obviously within reason. But like, if I saw that line, my kid's like, no, I really want this. I'm like, well, I guess we better really, you I guess you better really save your money so you can buy it in the fucking resale market because I am not waiting. We'll wait line. in
2: this line, but if you get the bad cop, you're also homeless. Yeah, so. <laughs> you're walking home. Yeah. So, you, you wanna, know, I'm is gonna, the Lego guy worth possibly being emancipated at eight.
1: I, I'll tell you what, as a lifelong dork, that line would scare me off. I'd be like, oh, fuck that. I don't want that little Lego guy that much. I don't know if there's anything I would want as like a kid or an adult that's worth a coin flip, you know, 12-hour line wait. I can eat my ass. Uh, Jeff, you tease something in the Easter egg. You have something Do you, you want to have... run by Shuddy and yeah. I? Shuddy and me?
0: yes do you guys do you guys have any movies to review because i don't have any movies to review and this is what i'm gonna do in, in its place yeah so, i okay. do Unless well
2: you actually go into it actually i have some a couple of things to review this week
0: nice
2: i got one so, so why don't
0: you kick us off jeff okay this is a Clark classic. This is a big request that I have you guys. And if if times are a little bit different, or maybe you know, if you haven't, if you don't get to it in the next couple of weeks, and you become vaccinated, Kevin, you can come to my house and we can watch this movie together. But have you? I don't even ever heard of the movie Judgment Night. Yes, mm. it's with because that had the
1: soundtrack back in the '90s, where it was like hip hop and
0: metal hybrid songs, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they had some, like, rap rock songs in it. I guess the soundtrack is supposed to be pretty iconic, too. But it has Emilio Estevez, Emilio. Cuba Gooding Jr., Steven Dorff, and Dennis Leary, and Jeremy Piven. It was made in 109 minutes long. It was made in, I think, 93. Maybe it was 92, and it was distributed in 93. It's called judgment night it's a clark classic five dicker uh it wasn't stream i was i haven't seen this movie in like a couple years but i knew i like loved it i didn't need to like re-watch it. i've seen this movie like probably seriously like 50 fucking times i've seen it like five times this week or the past two weeks but i was looking for where it was streaming because i really had like a an, uh an urge to watch it and it wasn't streaming anywhere and i was just like fed up i was like fuck this i'm buying the blu-ray because it's a it is a Clark classic. I actually asked my brothers about it this morning just to make sure I can use that uh, title and it's good for the whole family. And it is. This is fucking amazing. And it's just I don't know if you're familiar with the premise or the plot, but it's a it's a it's a fight night um, for four guys. One of them's married. They're going it was in I think it's set in Chicago. They're going to a fucking a fight and they have to take a detour because of traffic um, and they're running late to the fight and they take a detour and drive into the hood and danger ensues. They witness something they shouldn't have and then they have to run from the people that... Uh, How does it end? Won. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. What are you doing? I'm <laughs> going to watch not it. good for Emilio. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Maybe.
1: Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like it's streaming for free anywhere, but it's a three dollar rental, or you can buy it for ten bucks on Prime digitally, or you can pull a Jeff
0: Clark and buy the Blu-ray. Both of them are steals, or all three of those options are steals. But it's a it's a five dicker. It's something I'm willing to stake my movie taste reputation on. Oh dang! I I don't I really would be. I need I I guess also what I'm asking here is I need to hear more reviews and input because i've pretty much Uh been an echo chamber my whole life and my entire family has loved this movie and i gotta i gotta hear from and a few of the friends that i've shown this movie love it too but i gotta hear from you guys i'll check it out
2: yeah i'll check it out too we're
0: all homies but we're into different shit different hobbies but we still obviously big part of this uh podcast is coming together on movies and we don't have too dissimilar of interest in that sense. So I'm interested. If you guys uh don't like it, I would be very, very disappointed. But well, Judgment Night, check it out. And boom please
1: check it out. I like the I like the people involved in it. Uh and I'm curious too, because I remember listening to that soundtrack as a kid, and I want to hear it play out in the movie. It's uh, actually
0: really it's really good. The movie fucking holds up. It holds up. I, I, I yeah, I've watched it a lot recently. So You
1: mentioned watching stuff in person, and this is an idea that I've been stewing on and actually doing research on for maybe a month or two now, and I would like to present it to you, Jeff, now. Uh, I, I decline. I'm not ready to hear it. It's a Patreon idea. So I had a new idea for a Patreon show. I know we just keep digging ourselves more and more work by creating more and more shows, but maybe it could be a substitute like once every couple weeks, once a month or something. But when it's chill to be in person again, I want to make you watch the first episode of an anime series and then discuss it with you a la what-the-fuck-did-I-just-watch style.
0: Okay. I'm down. I like that stuff. Anime? I like, I like the idea. Like I, I I've been on what the fuck did I just watched twice. And I love, I love being on that I Love the invite. And I just like, yeah, like forcing myself to watch something. I get like a fucking, I brew a pot of coffee and I'm like, I've committed. I'm going to give this my full effort. There's no smoking pot, taking a nap. I'm not going to save it for later. Like, here it is. Let's do it. And I got to take notes and try to be witty and have a conversation about it. So I'm 100% down. I'm not saying I'm going to like it, but I'm going to, it's going to be an awesome Patreon episode. I'll tell you that. Or exclusive, whatever, however you want to phrase
3: it.
1: Yeah. Cause I, the idea popped into my head. I, I, I watched like a handful of anime when I was growing up. My buddy got me into it when I was like, I don't know, 11 or 12. And he's like, dude, there's this animation coming out of japan it's called japanese animation and it's super violent and they show boobs and stuff and i'm like oh hell yeah i'm in and i never dove too deep like i watched the ones that pretty much any anime viewer knows but uh i don't know with the whole pandemic and having more time to watch things i always see these auto plays on netflix and stuff and i'm like man this looks so fucking weird. And I've always been kind of curious, and then I got the idea for that show, so I was like, okay, I, want, I don't want to just be like, hey Jeff, let's watch Dragon Ball Z, or you know, something like that. I want to find these weird, very specific themed ones. So the research I've been doing is I made a list of all the ones that look off the wall, weird, have a very specific thing they're going for, and I watched the first episode, and the problem was I got sucked into them. So like, in saying I'm just gonna watch this first episode, I end up watching the whole fucking series, and just about all of them have been kick ass so far. So you're see, you want to see if the anime suction works on me? I I'm not confident it will, but I know. <laughs> not me neither. Like I, I don't want to. I want to. It's not gonna be like supermarket queefs where it's a commentary track, but I want to keep a microphone near us while we watch it. So when really bizarre or off-the-wall or violent or stupid shit happens, it can capture a soundbite of a Jeff Clark. Oh! Or, oh, what the fuck? Just capture these oh, okay. reactions. Okay. And then play, like, little snippets in so the So we're gonna summer. do, like,
0: a supermarket queefs? No, what
1: no, the no. Part that I just no okay.
2: He's just going to play, have reactions that he can play at in post.
0: Yeah, and if there's no
1: reaction, then... Nothing gets used, but just in case there's a funny... Because your reaction to stuff can be very funny sometimes. So I feel like just having one or two like short little clips to play would be funny rather than a supermarket queefs style thing where we have to just comment as things are happening in real time. Because sometimes shit will happen in an anime and you'll probably have more things you want to say about it and then something else happens that you have to comment on.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 in. I'm down. Uh, you know, I don't know uh, if I'll be sucked in and watch the whole series. Maybe you never know. Maybe I'll like it so much I'll move the basketball to the top TVs and I'll put the anime on the bottom <laughs> TV with all the, with the sound.
1: Oh, konnichiwa.
0: <laughs> Jeff goes yeah. full anime fan. Yeah, I'm gonna have bills in and be giving me shit. Eh, I don't like Japanese anime. I'm more of a Korean an- anime guy. <laughs> Like, I don't
1: want to tip my hat too much on some of the, the series that I've done research on, but, like, you know, there's a bunch of ones that are, like, people using superpowers to fight people. But then there's one where it's a fucking cooking competition anime. Like, what the hell is this? Okay. So I watched the first episode, and I'm like, okay, this is something I have to get Jeff's reaction on. And then I just got fucking sucked into watching it because it's so goofy and stupid. And then I they are actually really good stories
0: in these goofy animes. You find yourself crying in the end of episodes? I'm like, oh, what the hell? We... Oh, I got it. It's doing it. I'm doing it again. Just when I thought you I get
1: couldn't almost. get any fucking nerdier, now, now I'm an anime junkie. And it's it's been really nice because, you know, living in, you know, we've been almost a year now in Groundhog Day land where it's just the same day repeating and there's... Nothing's really open in California so there's no fun shit to go and do and I can't go see my family and you watch yeah, these outrageous goofy, hell. colorful animes and it's a it's it's actually been a very welcomed escape i found okay
0: I'm in, but maybe I like the idea of you not watching it either like we watch it first together so so I don't watch the whole series and then you know, I've actually found two
1: one that is, I can't believe this exists. This is a Jeff Clark anime and another one kind of in the same vein where I was like, Oh, you know what? I'm actually going to save these two to watch fresh. Well, do you have any
0: like, uh, I got a whole uh, document in my phone. Do you have any recommendations you give to the Puminati? Like one of the cool animes you've seen or where, where are they streaming? Most of its Netflix. Netflix has a really big deposit
1: of anime, do and you they think all kind Cleaning up in Japan, yeah. I mean, most of them are based off of popular mangas, so like they're just Japanese comic series. It's like what they're doing with movies here. Just people are insane into manga in Japan, and there's so many fucking series, and they go on for so long. And there are mangas that had, like, seven-year runs, and they're just now getting snatched up to be turned into animes. And then the animes run, you know, a really long time. So, I don't know. I would say check out the food one. Again, I don't want to, like, tip my hat too much on the stuff I have in store. But the food one's on Netflix, and it's so fucking weird. But then they cook, like, Chef style stuff, and it makes me hungry.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm in. Dude, I'm in. I don't know. What, what else do you need from me? I'm, I'm giving you my authorization. Let's do it. I'm already saying more than I wanted to, but here's the weird thing on the food one.
1: So it's just like a standard cooking competition type show. But when anytime somebody eats something, you know like in animes when stuff gets intense and the background turns into those like streaking color things?
0: I actually do, yeah.
1: So that happens when they taste something really good and their clothes fly off, and they fucking nut.
0: That could be enjoyable. (laughs) Wow. Jeez. Jeez. (laughs) That's uh, hard to wrap my brain around that. I have to see that, actually. That's pretty interesting. So is it like a, a cooking competition, so is there like a Japanese Gordon Ramsay that's like, Just shitting on the terrible dishes?
1: Well, a few episodes in, it moves to a culinary school. So they're constantly being tested in these MasterChef-style competitions. So they'll give them, like, you have to cook using this. You can only use these. And then the judges will eat the food, and they'll be like, oh! And then color streaks, and then their clothes
0: explode, and they're like,
2: oh!
0: (laughs) All right. I wish that you saved that one because I would love to see people jizzing the food. Well, well, anime jizz. Well, we'll watch it at some point. I wonder how much money Netflix is making off just their animation content. You know, like it's got to be
1: working with how much they're they're snagging because their anime. Well, is very deep. And then, you know, HBO Max has a whole bunch. Hulu has a whole bunch. Shuddy, you look unimpressed.
2: We could not be talking about something that I find more boring than anime.
1: <laughs> Even a food competition go- anime where like, people get naked. That basketball
2: dead. card stuff was a is a close second today, but but oh, I you- have some <laughs>
0: predictions for the MLB division races coming up. If you want to do that, pitchers and catchers report or reported. Well, Shuddy, why don't you hit us with a couple of reviews then?
2: Uh, one thing I forgot to review. Last week was we watched Sharon and I this documentary from 1997 called Hands on a Hard Body Porno? No It is about a Nissan dealer in Longview Texas who runs a competition where whoever has their can stand with their hand on a Nissan Hard Body pickup truck for the longest amount of time wins the truck
1: Okay, what if they when made the, an anime that
2: about that? What'd you say? What if they made an anime about that? Well, Trey Anastasio from Fish actually co-wrote a musical version of this that played in in La Jolla and on Broadway briefly.
0: La Jolla, nice, <laughs> nice. It's a
2: nice part of San Diego. What?
0: When? When did
2: this happen? The documentary came out in 1997, but the contest was actually from 1995.
0: I felt like I remembered it, but I don't think I would remember it if it was that long ago.
2: Where did you watch this Sounds documentary? Familiar? Well, Sh- it, I think Sharon had saw something about it on TikTok. So the only way that we could watch it <laughs> nice. was by buying it on Apple TV for 10 bucks. Was it worth the purchase? And I will say yes. It was worth the purchase. Um, With Sharon's TikTok. I don't know that we'll be watching it again. I don't. She doesn't know that I paid $10 for it. I don't think. She said that she wanted to watch it and was doing something in the other room. And I just got it set up.
0: Bro, Uh if you're going to be buying all those toys, you need to leverage this. You'd be like, yeah, I spent 20. You should, A, double it and say, I spent $20 on the movie that you really wanted to watch because I love you so much. And I will, you know, any one of your hobbies I'm interested in.
2: Uh, But it was, it is batch. It's insane. It is fucking ridiculous. Like these people that are doing this are out of their minds, legitimately out of their minds. So will they feed you? No, hey, they, bring they, you food? they get... Nope. No. They actually... Their family is there with them the entire time, and they would get one five-minute break per hour. Oh, and, that's cheating. And one 15-minute break every six hours. Can you bank them and use them for a nap? No. You had to do that nap in the five- or 15-minute windows oh. if you wanted to take a nap. And you couldn't lean on the car or on the truck you couldn't like prop yourself up you, you couldn't lie on it you couldn't like squat like you had to be standing with your hand just resting on the the truck the entire time
0: man did you did you have to pay the taxes on the truck too i'm, I'm assuming I'm you, sure did, right? you did i'm sure you <laughs> did and
2: and the, the there's a there's lots of funny things about this like there's a really overly religious lady who is convinced that she's going to win and her church family is there and they're convinced she's going to win because it just can't can't choke in front of them. Yeah. And these people are standing in like cowboy boots, trying to do it. And they're standing for like 70 hours. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I I just uh,
1: picture like Nissan execs watching that just like,
0: well, uh, the thing is, no. It was no. It's a, it's a small dealership, right?
2: They probably were annoyed, actually. No, the reason I, I they don't say this, but it's a Nissan dealer in the late '90s in rural Texas. None of those people are buying fucking Nissans. That's that's true. So they're trying to give away this little shitty nissan pickup truck because people there buy pickup trucks like f-150s and like actual pickup trucks that you can do something with not these shitty little nissan hard body pickup trucks the dealership actually ended up filing bankruptcy two years after the movie came out oops (laughs) so it doesn't exist anymore because of poor nissan sales in rural texas who would have thunk
1: I'm not trying to goad you into any spoilers here, Shuddy, but I'm guessing (laughs) a lot of new rules and regulation came following this contest. What do you mean? No. Well, I mean, you know, kind of like when they did that whole hold your Wii for a Wii, when you couldn't get a Nintendo Wii when they first came out, and a radio show made people drink water and hold their piss, and the last person to piss got the Wii, and a fucking lady died from water poisoning. Like what program director radio executive could have foreseen somebody dying from drinking water?
2: Well, no, this was something that this dealership was doing yearly. Oh, so like one of the contestants had won two years previously.
0: Nice. Defending their title. Love it.
2: And the way that, the way that they picked who was in was every day you could go in and put an entry in. And then they had a big, Like crank, you know, one of those big, like round cages with the crank, like they use for pulling bingo balls.
1: I miss when that was how decisions were made. (laughs) Yeah. But you could only
0: go in,
2: you could only go in once per day to put your name in the thing. And they ended up pulling this guy who had won two years before out of the thing randomly, supposedly. Man. And let me tell you, he went into this event with confidence that he was, that he was a returning champion.
0: Was he like Being uh, that? I'm
2: the champion at trivial pursuit. I can understand his bravado.
0: <laughs> yeah. He had like a very Billy Mitchell like vibe to him. Yeah. Yes. Very <laughs> Billy Mitchell. Like Like uh, one of the greatest uh, characters in documentary history.
2: He, his attitude was basically like, I don't have to beat them. They have to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, dude. I, i'm not competing against them they're competing against me
0: yeah i'm just trying to beat my own time which is already the best so. damn now that's actually
2: <laughs> that is actually correct that's pretty, that yeah. was a correct guess he was the record holder and he was uh, uh he his goal was to beat the record
0: yeah it's like
2: no. Quentin Tarantino says that this is one of his go-to movies.
1: That, that's a big endorsement. Holy shit.
2: Uh,
0: did Sharon read that on TikTok or see that? No, no.
2: I, when I was, when she mentioned it to me and I was trying to figure out what it was, cause she's like, have you ever heard of hands on a hard body was like, no, that I don't. Are you giving and me permission to it.
1: watch porn?
2: <laughs> I've been waiting. We're gonna
0: watch it together.
2: Quentin Tarantino refers to this film as one of his go-to movie recommendations.
1: So how does it hold up to the Shutty Tarantino scale?
2: I it was a lot of fun. Like it was it was sitting there going, like, are these these people are for real? Like this is it, it, I, I would recommend it if, I mean, $10 is a little steep for something you're going to watch once. Uh, I don't think it, I, I'm going to rewatch it, but it was it was a lot of fun to watch. 3.75 shuddy, hands on a heart, hard body dicks.
0: They should do a documentary for that fucking line that Seek and Kevin was going to stand in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just the people uh, in the then, back
0: sweating and dying and like taking cyanide capsules. It's, fucking, yeah, it's like 97 in August in San Diego. Isn't that
1: when they usually do it or September? July. But yeah, it's it's fucking hot as balls. Yeah, for Not sure. Not a fun climate to trip on acid during the day too. I will throw that little <laughs> tidbit out as well.
0: At night it is. But yeah, so I okay. hear. So okay. I hear.
2: <laughs> um, right. And then we also watched uh, a movie that we rented on Apple TV called Cycle psycho gore man. Yeah.
1: I reviewed that a week or two ago.
2: Oh, did you, I must've fucking zoned out. What did you think of it? I was sneakily playing
1: Madden. Um, I, I liked it. I liked the concept. I liked the, the gore. I, I feel like they did a lot with the little bit of money they put into it. And if it actually got like a real budget to where they could have hired cast a few more better actors in some of the roles it it would have been a lot better but for what it was i enjoyed it
2: i was disappointed um i thought it started very strong i thought it ended very weakly it gets very weird towards yeah. the, towards the end yeah when it got really weird i checked out and went on ebay
1: I mean it starts uh, weird. For fuck's sake, they they transform a little boy into like a slithering giant brain. It starts the whole weird
2: where the parents are just so out of touch that the daughter has the brother dig a hole that is literally large enough to bury him alive in. And
1: that's the <laughs>
2: plan. Like Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, there was that. I'm not gonna spend too much time on it. You're you know, you're right. I it was weird. I, I think that's a, a two and a half dicker for me. I think I gave it three and a half. Um, and then we watched Death to 2020. Was that on Netflix? Yes. I heard that was bad. It, you know, <laughs> it okay. Sharon didn't enjoy it, but I was super fucking high. Like, Super stoned, like Delta 88, regular marijuana mixing high. Okay. And I laughed my ass off. I giggled at every terrible, like, it's not good. It's definitely like a background type movie. And when, you know, you're not looking for something you're, you're trying to pay much attention to. Uh, But I thought it was funny. Uh, That's also a two and a half dicker. (laughs) i did not see those two meeting in the middle like that uh yeah i mean i knew it wasn't good like i knew it wasn't good but i was just you know when you're in that that high state where even things that you if you were in your right mind you know aren't funny but you're just in that it it just tickles you just the right way when you're stoned that you enjoyed yourself
0: Kevin doesn't know what you're talking about. He's a narc now. Oh, that's
2: right. I forgot he gave up. I like how you up.
0: gave a, sh- a shuddy review and a Sharon score.
2: <laughs> yeah, you you adjusted for the
1: shuddy stonedness scale.
2: Yeah, the, the, it definitely, my, my initial 3.5 rating was definitely graded <laughs> on a one point. I'm... Really high curve. Oh, yeah.
0: I thought it, I thought yeah, I thought you took it down a, a few points because of Sharon. Because I was going to say I, no. uh, I bumped up a Star Is Born like a quarter dick because because uh, because uh, my ex was crying during it. I was like, you know what? No, this no, is, this does does move people. No, uh,
2: I had I know that when my initial three and a half was padded one star by how if I watched that sober, I would have probably been like. Jesus fucking Christ.
1: That, those are the complaints that I heard, that it was like the same like overused, oh, 2020 sure sucks, huh? Just like the, those same dad jokes over and over and over. But it's got a weird cast. Like I saw it, like Samuel L. Jackson's in it.
2: Lisa Kudrow, um, Samuel L. Jackson. Isn't the dude
1: when from you, Parasite? Samuel
0: L. Jackson's going to be there.
1: Like Song Kang Ho is in it? I
2: don't oh, know. Yeah, I saw Song it on Kang his Ho? Letterboxd. Uh, Leslie Jones is in it.
0: Hosting some supermarket queefs. Um she's not as cool as the Repression. I'll tell you that.
2: Uh, Hugh Grant. Refraction. Joe Keary from uh Stranger Things. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Steve. Kamel and Johnny, Tracy Ullman.
0: What's he up to?
1: Lawrence Isn't he getting Fishburne? Ripped? He's been ripped because he's got that Eternals movie coming out. The yeah, they movie. covered him
2: up quite a bit. He was wearing like multiple layers so you could see how not ripped he they were trying to show him. as He's not underneath being.
1: like 12
2: ponchos and
1: has a comically
2: oversized. Yeah, he's got like hat. he's got like on like a button down shirt a hoodie, a jacket. <laughs>
1: I'm freezing guys. Anyway, 2020 sucked ass. Yeah. Uh, well, that ties in a little bit to what I have to review, because I watched the new uh, uh, Francis McDormand movie *Nomadland* on Hulu yesterday. Because I know that's been getting a lot of buzz. It's a new movie, and I wanted to check it out. Turns out the the woman that directed it is also directing the *Eternals* movie, which so we
0: got a a woman director and a woman lead. It's Jeff's nightmare. Yeah, terrible.
1: Oh, women.
0: Oh. oh. So, all right, keep going. Oh, I'm still here though. Do, are you, are either are either of you guys familiar with this?
3: No.
1: The story behind no, no, it.
0: I, I saw it on your Instagram story. I actually didn't think it'd be something I would be into, but uh, I like Frances it is. McDormand. Me too. Oh, okay. She's right. I mean, she's
1: she's a fucking G. She's, she's awesome. awesome. Yeah. She kicks ass, she never disappoints. Um and but it's just I knew it was gonna be this fucking misery porn thing that's going around. Like it's it's no surprise from the premise of the movie. So she works at a sheetrock factory in Nevada that are <laughs> already terrible. That's <laughs> already terrible. Okay. <laughs> And this all is right. all just written on the screen before the movie even starts. Thank so, God, right? This thing goes out of business, and it was basically the lifeblood of the town. So everybody that works there gets, gets fired. The whole town gets like just economically eviscerated. Within a year, they just wiped that zip code off the map. They're like, this place doesn't even exist anymore. So the whole town goes tits up everybody bounces. Her husband fucking dies. And she's just like living out of her van, working at Amazon. Like, what do I do? Stumbles upon this guy on YouTube who's promoting a nomad lifestyle of all these people that either live out of their campers or vans. And that becomes her shit. So she gets to this I guess commune of these people that just travel around and they pick a spot and they'll all hang out there for a couple of months and they'll get odd jobs in town. And then they just hang out at these dusty campsites in the desert. And they go to this woman who's like, I love this lifestyle. Boy, oh boy, do I love living in a car. It's the greatest thing in the world. And here's a proper way to shit in a bucket. And I'm like, You love this. You love pooping in a bucket. And then she's like, you guys all have your RVs and campers, and this is the jug you want to use. I live in the back of my Prius, so I poop in this tiny little bucket. And I'm just like, no! No! What are you doing? So Francis McDormand and the other lead actor, uh, he was Edward R. Murrow's in Good Night and Good Luck. They're- John Statham or David, David David Stratham? Something like that, yeah. I fucking love that guy. Yeah. Two fucking great actors, and I'm pretty sure they are the only two actors in it. Everybody else in that movie, they use real nomads, which is cool. It's just so it's fucking sad. Like, the music that plays with the whole movie is this dreary, downtrodden, sad, and every <laughs> one of these nomads has a story like, oh, yeah, my my husband and my kids uh, all died of cancer and oh well yeah my entire family except for me got AIDS cancer and they exploded and then a fucking piano fell on their ashes and it's just so fucking sad and it's just hit after hit after hit and then sad music plays
0: oh wasn't it your exercise bike movie of the day yes what did am I it doing? Did you at all or, or did it, no. it take away from the workout?
1: I think my average speed on that run was my slowest in months because <laughs> it's so hard to pedal fast. I got to get better with choosing my movies. I got to get better knowing that I don't do well with misery <laughs> porn. Like Sound of Metal, everybody loves Sound of Metal. I wanted to jump off the roof. It's so fucking sad. I mean, yeah, I, I don't like movies I, sad just for the sake of being sad. And I I can recognize that it's a well-made movie. It's acted very well. Um, You know, I liked it more than Sound of Metal, because at least she's not dealing with a debilitating disability that's, and the only change of scene is going between another person living in a van, being in a van, and being in a dreary like support group that's frozen in 1978. At least sometimes she gets out of the desert and goes to these cool little locations and she gets butt ass naked and, and just floats down a stream. Uh there's some cool like sunset shots here and there, but yikes, if you don't do well with sad stuff, I I won a whole bunch of golden globes last night. <laughs> Shout out to you. Like yeah. not a movie for me.
2: What <laughs> how does it ca- compare to two billboards?
1: At least two billboards has, like, silly characters. Like, you get some comic relief from uh, uh, Sam Rockwell. And it's more of a written narrative. This is just horrible circumstances leading to... Oh, I really scored a win here. I get to scrub this truck stop bathroom for a couple of weeks. What a win. Ah! Pooping
0: in buckets. <sighs> so, hmm. won he, some Golden Globes. That's nice. Was I mean? What kind of? You knew this. This lady was fucked. If the sheetrock company in your town goes down, and now you have no other like means of income, like you really never had. Like you, it was really you had a thin safety net there, huh? Well,
1: they even get into that. Like, the whole reason she stayed in that dying town was she was so distraught by her husband's death, she felt like if she moved, his legacy was gone from Earth. So she just stayed there out of allegiance to her dead husband. Like, just in her grief, she couldn't bring herself to leave the town. It's. I mean, if you're a dude, that's nice to hear. down-ass chick. (laughs) Everything about it is just fucking heartbreaking I mean it seems like everybody loves this movie but if you're like me and you're a pussy and you don't really like sad stuff eh, I don't know what <laughs> to tell you man I couldn't, I couldn't do it
0: you brought up the Golden Globes did you watch the Golden Globes by chance
1: I did not and I, I usually don't watch the Golden Globes I didn't wow. even know they were happening to be honest with you until I saw Twitter going up about it yeah
0: I didn't know So does that mean either.
1: the Oscars
2: are happening they're
1: probably getting announced any time, any day now, right?
2: Yeah, I'm confused. Like, what? The Oscars should have been like held already. Oh, for real? Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're in March now. Fuck me. Yeah, you saw And we're just getting the and we're just getting the Golden Globes, which are usually in January. Uh, this so would probably be May a pretty
0: we'll a easy break. Google search, huh? I'm not doing it.
2: Not I'll it. Do it. Not it. I. Right.
0: Yeah, he who smelt it dealt it. Shuddy, you smelt it.
2: <laughs> or you,
0: you dealt it. They're Whatever. in
2: April. They got pushed back to April.
0: What's yeah. even gonna be nominated? I wonder. I wonder what was nominated for the Golden. Probably Globes. the same shit. Like. Uh... Parasite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wins. Uh, Parasite wins again. The... Back, back to back. <laughs> Fuck it, nothing yeah. everything sucked we're just gonna give it to parasite again i mean fucking sasha baron cohen won, like
1: borat won best comedy or musical and then he got best lead or something in a comedy or musical uh sudeikis, sudeikis got one for for ted lasso saw it. uh daniel kaluuya one let's see uh Ch- chadwick boseman for oh, yeah. uh, the 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 one we just watched, Judas and the Black
0: Messiah. So I'm confused. When did it come out? Because we just watched it like, two weeks ago, and that's that's this year. So, yeah, hey, I, I don't know what what they're
1: they've been doing with eligibility. Uh. Yeah, I can't I can't make heads or tails out of any of the shit that's going on, and I don't think they can either. I think they're just throwing shit at the wall and be like, all right, it came out before the awards ceremony, it, it counts.
0: Whatever is going to get you guys to watch this fucking piece of shit. Yeah. You no? Know? Uh, interesting. I thought, I don't even remember what my favorite movie was last year. I really like King of Staten Island. I remember that. I haven't seen it since, though.
3: Huh.
2: They haven't announced the Best Picture nominees yet, but there are. Uh, hold on. Does it say it just says the list is up. There's 366 feature films that are eligible for consideration.
1: 366 movies came out in a 12 month period.
2: Last year, there were 344.
3: Okay,
0: well.
2: So somehow more movies are eligible for best picture noms in a pandemic year. Like there's stuff on here that's not even out yet. Um, I that just I scammed I skimmed through the list and it was like Tom and Jerry year. is on there. Oh, that, that came hasn't out. come out. It's out. When did that come out though? Late just last le- month. Okay, I didn't realize Man, that I'm, was out. That's what I
1: like. I'm just can can. I mean, the Judas and the Black Messiah was fucking awesome, but another just sad downtrodden movie. Can, I'm, That's I'm on this, the list. I'm this close. I'm this close to watching that fucking Tom and Jerry movie. Because, damn it, I need some
2: happiness. Everybody's by, so sad. Um, Buy hand on hands on a hard body. I'm just gonna keep watching more anime.
1: I know. I Arts I mean, Arts has gotten really into it too. Like Arts and I are now like on uh, an anime chain. Re- recommending stuff. Hentai. You son of a bitch! You. I hope an uh, an octopus tentacles your butt (laughs) man
0: these fucking movies best picture nominees for Golden Globe Nomadland The Father Mank Promising Young Woman Trial of the Chicago 7 do they even fucking try anymore in Hollywood? I mean mean, Promising Young Woman was really good Trial of Chicago
1: was really good yeah, whatever. Ah, I liked I it.
2: I thought it was sick. Uh, Again, I'm already promising?
0: You said promising young woman was good.
2: Yeah, I liked it. I think just what we can all agree on is that based on the terribleness of this year's award season, there will be no Oscar bet held this year. I'm glad we're all in agreement. So, uh, do we have any voicemails to listen to? I'm actually Shutter, in agreement trying to dust it under the rug. <laughs> <laughs> you're punishment still stands. I know my punishment still stands. I'm just trying not to add an additional punishment on t- top of it before I can. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to
0: fucking Oscar spit roast you, buddy. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm okay with owing one fucking Oscar punishment. I'm not keen oh. on it being two next time I'm able to come out to California.
0: Anyway, Oscar punishment in both holes. Hamilton is somehow
2: nominated or nominated
0: excuse me because it was
2: a movie was released
0: yeah disney plus mm-hmm. fucking stupid <laughs> that's how fucking like limited
2: the selection is they can't get but is it God, that you know what in, though is, would it have been this way with if movies were in theaters too
1: I don't know, because it seems like they did just put all of the artsy fartsy depressing Oscar bait shit out on streaming and save the exciting stuff we like, all got pushed back. Like Bond, all the Marvel movies, like all that stuff got pushed. And then they're like, oh, and here's um here's Francis McDormand diarrhea
0: ring doing a bucket though. I I mean Hamilton I think it's bullshit that it's nominated. I liked it. I thought it was cool to watch, and I'm happy that they brought it to Disney Plus because I wasn't otherwise going to pay for it to go see it in person. It wasn't even an option over the past year, obviously. But, like, you know, it's a play. Uh you have something <laughs> hanging you know, on your like,
2: shirt, Jeff, or is that V just really fucking deep?
0: Oh, this V is deep.
1: It's oh, yeah. Like, deep. Like that, that is. Like, it's that's fucking tired. hanging
2: down. That V is going all the way yeah. down to your belly button right now. Jesus Damn right. That's some, Wagyu, that's
1: some Wagyu taco meat right there. <laughs> <laughs> some prime cuts. Uh, you <laughs> know what, though? Yeah, that fucking, that movie, Soul. That Pixar movie. Awesome. That kicked ass. That might have been the best movie of last year. Whatever. Oh, fucking cartoons, Probably don't even have any tentacles.
0: I mean, I, I I'll, I'll trust your read on that. I'm not gonna really, you know, shit on you for it, but that's not something that that's not really my speed. But I mean, look at these best musical comedy, Borat, Hamilton. Is that music? Is that what it's just called? Music, Palm Springs, The Prom. Hey, get the fuck out of here! What a joke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They they should just cancel the fucking Oscar punishment as well. I mean, who's going to watch the Oscars? I guess. Same people that always do.
1: I might. Super question. Know. Either way, um, Shuddy did have a good point. Why don't we listen to a few voicemails? Yay! Let's see... Meh. Oh, fuck, where did we leave off? Uh Okay, this looks like the right spot. God, I gotta piss so bad.
0: Don't get water boiling.
1: Hold my wee for a wee. Maybe. Maybe.
4: What's up, MSPH? This is Colton from St. Louis. I called you guys back in August asking about how to beat a drug test. And um, I actually was on a job not long ago and the safety manager came up, started talking to me and unsolicited was talking about guys smoking pot and how to, you know, how it's not a big deal and how it doesn't bother him. And you only get drug tested once every two years. So as long as you pass those and don't get hurt, you don't got to worry about it. So I, um, I actually, Hit a vape pen at and got really fucking stoned yeah. and felt really really great about it. So um, I appreciate you guys giving me a heads up on on ways to uh, work around those whiz quizzes. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I wish I could help you
4: with all your you legal activity about that Cecil Hotel documentary. And I was I was interested in it when you first brought it up until you guys shit all over it, and <laughs> I figured it wasn't worth a watch. Um, but I did see one of those true crime Netflix documentaries called Athlete A about that um, USA Gymnastics and the sick fuck of a doctor they had treating, quote-unquote, their athletes. And uh, that was a fucking train wreck. It-
1: yeah, I mean, I have a tough time with the depressing, like, true crime. Here's a bunch of people that got murdered, and here's their depressed, miserable family. I don't I. I I think it's a pretty safe bet. I will never watch the documentary on molested little girls.
0: Is it the Is it the Larry Nassar story? Yes. Right. Yeah, he went. They got him for 150 cases or char convicted him 150 counts of like child Ugh. molestation. Yeah, I, I. That's something I'm not interested in watching either. I fucking. I actually met the editor. Of the Indianapolis Star, which was the 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 newspaper that, like, blew that story wide open and started getting, like, you know, having gymnasts go on record and talk about it. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, yeah. They're, they're a USA Today affiliate. It was back when I was working with them, and I'm just, like, kind of he uh, Yeah, I was just asking him about it and just how great, how much work they put into that fucking story. It's an interesting – well, that aspect of it's an interesting story, but it's, it's, you know, it's really one of the just the fucking – darkest flamest stories in sports history the fact that that guy got along got away with that for as long as he did and i can only imagine like you know the cover-ups and all the people that were involved in it you know i mean he did it at michigan state university right which is a pretty
2: yeah there was lots of cover, university, lots of covering up going on
0: yeah. And that's probably as heavy as a documentary can get. I hope it wasn't like a multi parter and you just got to yeah. just rip ripped the band-aid off in one fucking shot. Because
1: yeah, I'll take your word for it, Colton. Yeah, dude. Every
4: I paused it every five minutes and looked at my wife like, What in the fuck are we watching? And I think that everybody needs to watch that just <laughs> so they know what actually what actually happens to these to these people that trust these fucking doctors and, and at least this particular asshole and the way he the way he treated them and how long he got away with it for um so check that out if you want athlete <laughs> A on netflix
1: yikes um,
0: the,
1: the best i wanted to say i got a
0: go ahead jeff i would say the best outcome of that story i don't know if you ever if you saw this you probably remember it when i bring it up but like that guy when he was convicted guilty was like just crying like a bitch as he got his sentence and he wrote a letter to read to the uh read to the jury read and the fucking judge ripped it up in front of him and was like nope nice just like like one of these like right in front of like all demonstrative it was like oh fuck
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah and that one fucking coward just killed himself like this past week like a new dude
0: Yeah yeah fucking pussy yeah yeah, you take had your, that one. Stay guy alive who, and take uh, your fucking medicine, and then get beat to death that, in prison. The you see the one father that one time that like tried to run at him, and he got tackled, um, like in the courtroom. And then like they brought him up on his charges. Like, yeah, we're gonna throw the whole case out. Sorry, yeah, we're, you're good, dude. Don't worry about it. Oh, and the the guy that was rushing him. Yeah, the guy like tried okay. to get to him like in the court, and then they're like, yeah, they brought him because he had to face trial for the charges. Like, yeah, you're good. <laughs> Yeah, we find you a dollar or something like that. I'm cool with that. Yeah, we find you one dollar and we suspend it forever.
1: Yeah, but here's here's some uh, here's a box of basketball cards. Might be a winner in there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> with the dragon, um, food temperatures and and waiting to eat because aside from fast food, which I think cold fast food is absolutely disgusting, it never matters to me. Hot food. When I eat a cold or cold food, when it heats up, I just, I personally don't give a fuck. It all tastes the same, so no big deal. Just woof it down and keep on rolling. Um, You guys do a great job. Keep it up.
0: Peace. I had, um, I feel, not, not overwhelming, but like an odd amount of support through whatever social media discord about people who also eat cold food. And it's like, yeah, I feel you. I I thought I was really on an island because even my brothers make fun of me about it. It is kind of weird. But I had some people that hit me up on social media or Discord like, yeah, dude, I feel you. I eat cold. But then there were others that were like, even sometimes when I do that, you seemingly go overboard with it. So, (laughs) Uh, well, solidarity and garbage pallets.
1: Don't be like that. Here's another human.
5: Let the bodies
3: the 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 Let the hit the, floor. Let
5: the,
1: hit the, floor. the with me. I don't know what that was. I mean, I know what it was. <laughs> I don't know what it turned into. It sounded like it I know it was drowning pool, and then it sounds like it turned into a 1930s Mickey Mouse cartoon. That's the name I was looking for, Drowning Pool. I couldn't
2: remember it either. Dork. I
1: never thought Drowning Pool was cool.
2: I didn't mind that
1: song. I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, you cornballs. I feel like this is like if somebody went to my Nana and they're like, write a metal song. All right, what do metal people think about? People dying. Oh, here's some that just falling over on the floor a whole bunch. <laughs> well... Uh, shout out to you, mystery caller. Thanks for that. <laughs>
0: that was fun and weird. Yeah, it didn't beat the weird voicemail that we got that, or the, uh, that, like, the, fan fiction. The origin story, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of our, or, yeah, origin of our orgies. The mystery lawyer.
3: Hey, guys, it's Hiro. Two things. One, Jeff, since you used to always say you were the dragon, do you at least have, like, a dragon tattoo? And two, this is for uh, more Kevin and 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 Jeff. Uh, any of you two listen to Alex Terrible? Peace.
1: Alex Terrible? Uh, I don't know what that is. If it's a YouTuber, uh, I can guarantee you the answer is no. Sounds like a YouTuber, doesn't it? Or a Twitcher. I don't watch anybody else play video games. I watch myself play video games. And when, like, Jeff is over, I watch him until my turn comes up.
2: He's somebody in Slaughter to Prevail, a Russian deathcore band. Jesus Christ.
0: How specific is that Russian death Corps band? Uh, it <laughs> says
2: this article from 2017 says that Alex terrible has been a somewhat controversial figure in death metal over the last few years,
0: like morbid or more controversial than that guy. Cause he
2: allegedly, uh, murdered
0: Elise lamb. Yeah. Who did Alex He's terrible up. murder? Yeah. Was he at the Cecil hotel?
2: Yeah, he's in a band called Slaughter to Prevail.
1: That's a very annoying I metal ha- band name. I don't like that.
0: I, uh, I don't have any tattoos. Sorry, buddy.
2: Fucking pussy.
1: Maybe that should be yeah, the, well- um, the, the Oscar punishment specifically for you. <laughs> if you're the loser, you have to get the, a tattoo of a dragon, but your face is on the face of the dragon.
2: You have to get a tramp stamp that says party time. <laughs> I choose
0: Kevin's, and then a
1: coaster, <laughs> a coaster next to it, and then there's like a little arrow pointing that says "Rest your beer here." Yeah. I hate where this is going. You know, when I, getting, would, I wouldn't lose when that. You're plowed. I i tell you that. All right. Uh, Fucking pussies. What is? Oh my goodness! I recognize this number because it's the only thing that shows up as not a phone number.
3: I don't know if anybody's even listening to these messages. I don't even know why I'm calling. But I can't shake the feeling that I've had since I listened to that episode of your podcast. And it goes way beyond the general sadness that follows any bad piece of entertainment that I experience. It goes into a feeling of apocalyptic dread is the term I've come up with. I've been thinking about the three of you a lot and thinking about, how you would fare and how you'd do in a total collapse of society where we're just surviving in the ashes of burning cities. And it's an interesting thought experiment, and I don't know why I keep replaying it in my head, but one of you seems to have enough testosterone to qualify as a legal man. You mentioned you cook, and the other two were confused by that. Believe it or not, you would die the soonest in any Apocalypse because somebody would yeah, see really. you as an opportunity to establish dominance. So either a moderately strength, strong man or a assertive woman would kill you pretty quickly. The second of you, who talks a lot and seems to be the most feminine, you would be kidnapped by cannibal rapists almost instantaneously and chained to a pipe somewhere in a warehouse where you get raped to death, lying on the floor crying yourself to sleep as you imagine that one oh, of your friends will come rescue you from the sodomy and internal bleeding <laughs> that wonder woman will come through the door and rescue you and take you to safety and of course it never happens
0: we'll what happens with the guy with the biggest there. dick and the best looking dude head injury yoda guy Me.
3: well you and just talked him. over
0: it so Damn.
1: he just called you head injury yoda guy <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is there a way you could turn it up just a little bit? I can't. It's,
1: I, no, it's, it sucks. This guy's maxed out. Um, Boosted in post, but like, yeah, he calls from a very quiet phone. The both times he's is, called in to
0: spit roast us. This is part of like a sales technique. You got to talk a little lower so people are more and more interested. You know, it sounds like secretive. All right. Well, What, what did he call me? Uh, i every rewound it a All right, little now, bit. Shut Let's up. See.
3: Third fellow there, a head-injury Yoda guy, you're the wild card. You're either going to go down the path you're already going down, which means you'll die of autoerotic asphyxiation, or or, no. you'll unlock your full potential. You'll take all that repressed homosexual rage and become a warlord, and you'll run a warehouse somewhere where you hold captive feminine men and rape them before you eat their veal like flesh. Anyway, been thinking about you guys.
2: Clearly. (laughs) So if I, if I understand this, right, just, if I understand this, right. Me being the current strongest out of the three of us, I'll be the first to die because I'm, strong enough to be a threat to stronger people, but not strong enough to
1: defend yourself against them, to,
2: to, to fight, to take, to take them out. So I'd be the first to die. Kevin is going to be somebody's sex slave. <laughs> so hey, one you, of you, the type of Kevin people that camp. kill me is now Kevin's overlord and master. And he's a sent, they're his Ramsey Bolton.
1: Yeah, I get reeked out of this. I feel like all roads lead to rape in this guy's scenarios. Like, we all get raped to death.
2: And Not me.
0: No. I rape myself to death, possibly. What and, we're finding yeah. out is I'm this guy's favorite, actually. A,
2: a, and Jeff head injury is Yoda going guy. to die from autoerotic asphyxiation, or he epic. is going to unlock his full potential and end up being some sort of czar with a warehouse that people come to and rely on
0: yeah i'm gonna revitalize the sheetrock warehouse yeah industry. with human veal yeah i mean it's it's gonna be a great ending for me either i die coming or i unlock my full potential which or, or you I, die winning i kind of yeah i kind of stopped listening after unlock your full potential because i didn't want anything you know but no i'm just kidding i listened to the whole thing but uh <laughs> sounds like it's gonna gonna go well for me. It sucks sucks for you guys. We better hope, hope we don't hit Nomad Man and Nomadland. I'll tell you what, what it that, sounds like. I mean, I don't want the rape part, but if
1: if the world turns to ash, yeah, fucking, I would like to die as soon as possible. You're gonna take away like uh, TV,
0: movies. Yeah, no more TV.
1: No, uh, no more anime. My if everything's ash, my comics are ash. I can't play my video games. There's no power okay yeah yeah fucking kill me i don't I, I don't feel like i'm the winner if i last the longest in that scenario like <laughs> Shuddy won he get. he dies first i don't uh
0: apparently i have a small business what are you talking about <laughs> i i win yeah but what are you gonna For spend it business. on you can't do anything cool uh, i don't know i'm gonna figure it out i'm gonna rebuild the world after you two pussies are dead yeah you're just gonna be raping dudes I mean, well, better a human than human raped. <laughs> yeah, Man, I don't know what's
1: guy. what's a funnier nickname. Dookie Boy the cocksucker or head injury Yoda guy?
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I prefer head injury Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think all my skills went down after my head injury, and he's saying it sounds like he's spinning it forward, kind of. Yeah. Which,
1: bad i'm trying to pull a dom here head injury yoda guy h-i-y-g
2: yes without the question mark at the end
1: it's not the most fun acronym h-i-y-g head injury yoda guy Hmm.
2: dbtcs is much more fun to say
0: harder to remember (laughs) that's a thing that he does like that's like his his trick, right? His power, is he can acronym anything? Dom is like Dom, the instant I mean, ac- acronym guy. Yeah, I never even knew that was a thing. Oh, it Dom is. has a lot of weird talents, doesn't he? Yep. yep. All useful. You guys want a couple more? Yes. Yeah.
3: So, I think that uh, Jeff's title of winning the Letterboxd game last week should be taken away. Right before you guys even play the game, you guys were talking about playing other games, and he said he'll do whatever it takes, cheat, as much as possible, just to win. And then he won? Seems a little suspicious to me. What the fuck is wrong with people?
1: Oh, here we go. So what the fuck is wrong with people, guy? I did his podcast the other, the Shout other week. Out. Yeah, look at that. Everybody has a podcast. Even podcast caller guy, what the fuck is wrong with people guy.
0: It's like a, it's like a Better Call Saul off <laughs> The MSPH <laughs> yeah. universe. We shouldn't we should bring him into the network. Yeah. We, we got to get that other guy a podcast. <laughs> he That's, just tells a story about a fucking uh, apocalyptic ass raping people yeah, are going to take. Erotic MSPH fan fiction.
1: Here's what fucking uh, head injury Yoda guy got into this week.
0: It's a fair, it's a fair accusation from, from what the fuck did I just watch? But I feel nope, like I did. No, that's
2: not, that's not a show. It's <laughs> what the fuck is oh. wrong with people?
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. Something. <laughs> sorry. I was recently talking about that. I had that in my head.
2: Uh, Wait, a, <laughs> You real quick, not to derail you, but while Mark and Dom, Mark Dom and I were hanging out yesterday, we were talking about what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> and I was a little fucked up and stumbled and called it, what did I just fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Hey, as long as we're adding Patreon shows, that one's got a nice ring to it.
0: Yeah. I'll do my anime watch along, and then we can try to investigate what you had sex with. All right, Shuddy, what did you just fuck? Uh, pineapple. <laughs> nope. It was actually dumb. <laughs> All
2: okay. right, sorry, Jeff. Go back to your.
0: I don't remember what I was sorry, Oh, you cheating! I-, I think I did a pretty good job of making eye contact the whole time, and my hands were maybe not visible, but I wasn't like looking at my phone. And
1: yeah, you might want to review the video. Um, what the fuck is wrong with people? Because it is pretty telling when somebody's looking something up, and Jeff is very animated. He's very Italian with his hands when he talks.
0: Oh, yeah, mamma mia! Not... <laughs>
1: And I'm not very sneaky either, so. Yeah. <laughs> but you can try. Review the tape and see if you feel like um, Jeff pulled a fast one on you. Uh, all right, we got one more. One more, and then I get to piss. Oh, my dick's going to pop. Oh, no, and it's a long one.
5: Hey, MSPH. This is Luke from Ohio. Uh, long time nice. Ellis listener, recently turned Puminati. Just call him mainly to introduce myself and say what's up to everybody. Kevin, Shuddy Boy, Dookie Boy, love the podcast.
1: You guys are hilarious. Uh, it's Dookie Boy the cocksucker, sir. Yeah, I know you're new around
0: <laughs> yeah, this parts, don't... but it's very important. Yeah, you're just yeah don't don't get too comfortable,
2: bro. Yeah, use, my into- use my use my full name. Yeah, you're you're a little too familiar for a new listener.
5: Uh, oh jeez. <laughs> Uh, got on Patreon last year to become a Pumanani member and uh, nice. try to do my part to um, give back a little bit. Uh, appreciate what you guys do. Appreciate um, you. You guys are hilarious. Thank you. Uh, great dynamic together.
1: So far, I've
5: uh, listened to a lot of backdated episodes, uh, binged all the supermarket queefs, uh, which have been a lot of fun, and I uh, really enjoy the Kevin's Nerd Holes. Uh, Kevin, I was wondering uh, if you could a- answer, uh, maybe you already have in past episodes that I just haven't caught up on, but I uh, was just curious what console you're using. I know you've mentioned before it's got uh, several games loaded into it, um, and uh, I was just kind of curious what which one you were using.
1: Oh, I fucking closed it out. Okay, I, I think I remember where it was. Yeah, I get, the, Good hey, voice. I get that question a lot. I found on... so. A couple of years ago, they released the mini Super Nintendos. It's like a super tiny Super Nintendo shrunken down that they Nintendo preloaded with like 30 games on it. And then internet nerds figured out how to hack them and load them up with ROMs. So they're, they're not allowed on eBay, so you have to just search for them regularly, and when they pop up, buy one. But it's a hacked mini Super Nintendo that has... I haven't counted, but they it claims to have nine thousand games on it. So, if you find a listing, snag it because I think they get taken down regularly. Uh, I think this is where we left off.
5: Here's what? Which one you were using? Um, I actually attended the last MSPH wrestling event that Dom put on, which was awesome. Shout Hell out yeah. to John, Dom, uh, Dom. Great job. Um, I uh, was on the Zoom. I had the image of the uh, bar as my Zoom backdrop. Um, okay. The first one I attended uh, had a, a great time. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, I think I'll be more recognizable next time because uh, I was just given a new Wolf Knife name this week uh, directly from Kevin of uh, Luke at my anus, <laughs> which nice. was uh, awesome. Uh, so. Uh, really, uh, just wanted to call and tell everybody I love it, uh, what you guys are doing. Uh, everybody's doing a great job. Kevin, awesome work keeping everything organized week to week. Uh, Shuddy, I uh, love hearing you wipe the floor with everyone in the letterbox D game. And, uh, Jeff, you gotta keep these guys honest. No pussy shit around here. Uh, don't <laughs> let them push you around. Stand your ground, bro. Uh, thanks guys. Really appreciate it. A-
0: uh, that's all. Yeah, shout out to but, you, Luke at my anus. I'm about to get emotional. That was a wonderful voicemail. Can you send me that audio? I'm going to just play that <laughs> when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, this, the, the voicemails really t- took us on a journey this
1: week. It was fun. This was fun. He's
0: right. I, I shouldn't be putting up with your guys' pussy shit. He makes a good point. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, everybody,
1: thank you for listening. Kevin's shout out to all the voicemailers.
2: One. I, I got to piss so bad. Um <laughs> And he doesn't trust Jeff and I to, to carry this on without him.
0: Oh, I'm just going to no, riff I... with racial slurs. If you leave. There you go.
1: <laughs> so next week, I mean, it, it's, it's a bummer that things turn out the way they did. It would have been nice to do like a big extravaganza, maybe do something live and invite. The I would have prob-
2: been out there for sure.
1: Shuddy would have been here for episode 500, but um, we'll find something fun to do. We'll find a, a cool way to reflect and, and true, I feel like it's almost more in true Mad Scientist Party Hour fashion that when, like, shit's chill again, to do a big banger ep- episode for, like, episode 526 or something stupid yeah, like just that. Just some random number. Yeah, and just make that a big blowout milestone episode. But um, either way, thank you guys so much for, for sticking with us this long. If you haven't done so, I know it's kind of a tall order. We need 38 more reviews on Apple Podcasts to hit 1,000. It would be a cool thing to hit before episode 500. I don't know if we can pull it off, but I know the Pumanati is capable of miracles. So just putting it out there. That would be so sick. It would be sick, but we're realistic over here. But If you want to take a shot at it. The I'm honor not is,
0: realistic. I have my hopes up. The honor yeah, we is just yours.
2: It, it doesn't have to be even full on reviews, just five star ratings.
0: Yeah, just a quick click.
1: That's all we need. It's it's very quick to get us off. I didn't mean to make it that gross. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, It
0: it takes some dinner, some drugs, and a lot of work to get me off. Yeah, Jeff needs a 69 and some buttalingus.
1: Oh god, I've made it worse. Anyway, (laughs) Apple Podcast is there waiting for you if you haven't taken taken us up on it yet. Um if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, call two oh one. 472-0139 Four seven two zero one three nine, and you can, if you're a little shy, you can shoot your emails to Hour at gmail.com. You've heard a few people mention the stellar content we've been pumping out on our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. I highly suggest that if you need more MSPH in your life. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft.
2: At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffra
0: Records.
1: And at MSPH Podcast, Shuddy, you got anything you want to
2: throw out there? No, sir. Uh actually, this syrup is very good. Nice. That's what we'll say. Is the Dirty Arm Farm uh, Strawberry Cannabis Syrup? Looks is... like you're just shaking
1: around a bottle of ketchup.
2: Well, it, you know, the label was removed for for shipping. I'm, so not, hating. Looks, I'm it, not hating. It looks a little more sauce. Uh, but it's very good. So if you're, you know, you can get your hands on it and work again. I highly recommend it. Pun intended. All
1: right, friends. I'm going to go pee. So until next time, something. <laughs> oh, all right. Looks like it's working. Okay, let's see what this camera setup looks like today. Skittles,
2: skittles, skittles.
1: Sounds like Shuddy Boy is (laughs) malfunctioning.
2: You, sorry. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, fucking Jesus Christ!
1: Shutty boy, I just joined like a second ago, just in time to hear you start going Skittles, Skittles, Skittles.
2: Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> the the pre rolls, it's Skittles. Oh, I'm with a Z. So I was reading it off of there, being fucking. I almost wore my Wu Tang <laughs> shirt today. By I, I see
1: you're wearing an equally sick shirt, the Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash employee shirt.
2: Yes. Which I've got some.
1: Fuck yeah. It's the one you got me. I can't believe they moved locations again. To where? They since they since I was like a teenager, they've had three locations all within like two blocks of each other, it seems. Like I think they just moved further down Broad Street, but they used to be on like this little offshoot street off of Broad Street. They have like this tiny okay. little Okay, so they shop haven't there. moved
2: recently.
1: No, they, like, like within the last few weeks, I think, they opened up the new location. Like just down the street. What's up, Jeff?
0: Hey, guys. Eh. Eh. How's everyone's day going? Pretty Good, good. how are you? Good. Been up and at him since like five AM. Oh dang. Just living the dream, you know. I got it pretty early today. Got woken
1: <sighs> up by a weird ass dream. These fucking sober dreams are very bizarre.
0: Well was... now that you're fully sober, it's got it's gotta be something you get used to.
1: I know. I had a, a very nostalgic dream. Like I I went back in time a little bit. I was I was back on the job site. So I was back doing construction and no. all my old co- old co- coworkers were there and it played out in real time like I did a full day's work and then I got off <laughs> and was hanging out with like my jersey homies and I had What did you eat for lunch? I think a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because I've been eating those lately. Okay. Um do you, did you guys ever have that phone that was like the uh the clamshell split open long ways thing? yeah it looked like the phone you held up, but it yes, split down the middle, and then there was the keyboard correct. I never had that one,
2: yeah, I did
1: I had it too, and i I liked it a lot because I liked that button keyboard hybrid thing, so i I had that in the dream, but I had my current memory, so I was like, wow, I completely forgot about this phone and then I opened it up, and there was you know hundreds of pictures from you know. 15 or so years ago, so I was like, this is cool, and I just sat there, like, scrolling through pictures while my buddies were skating around me in a parking lot. Very weird dream. But anytime I have a dream that feels like a 10-hour day, I always wake up super early, and I'm like, "Oh, that was exhausting. I need to go to bed now. Oh, fuck, this is when the day starts.
0: Yeah. Hey, you're mentally worn out from, from the dream the night before. That's interesting.
1: It was an experience. What do you what are you mixing up, Shuddy? You look like you're about to perform some wizardry.
2: So, um, I got this sent by Pumanati, by a Pumanati member. It's a weed syrup. Uh, they took the label off on it when they sent it because it had a big pot leaf on it.
1: It's a good idea, uh, but
2: it's by the by, Dirty Arm farm which is the hat I'm wearing um, but it's 982 milligrams in the same size bottle as the double cup.
1: whoa
2: uh, and I just smelled it because it's strawberry so I wanted to see what it smelled like and it smells like for lack of a better for like strawberry weed or strawberry uh, strawberry pine tree. And I was seeing if the double cup had any weed smell to it, and it doesn't. So, is that I'd, it's
0: twice as strong though?
2: Twice a, more, a little more than twice as strong.
1: Oh man, we're gonna have slow shuddy for it's Patreon.
2: So, Where is it from? Oregon. Hmm.
3: Interesting.
1: Man, it's getting hard to keep track of all the legalization going on.
2: The uh, the color is a little. Probably gonna
1: start getting easier to just remember which states don't aren't cool with weed. Yeah. It's
2: a little the color's a little
0: Yeah, New York. Looks like Slimer. It is gonna be it is gonna be easier for us to remember New York. Isn't Pennsylvania. It? <laughs> Pennsylvania, sure. Well don't wait. Don't you guys have some sort of legalization down the pike? Oh, I thought Rec was made legal and they're just No, New Jersey
2: did, so it's an assumption that
1: Hopefully PA uh, is, isn't too far behind, right?
2: That's the thought, the thought process. Do I do... Now, guys, I'm, I'm not even going to ask.
1: Yeah, you know the answer to the question. Yeah.
2: Do I do my normal dose or do I go a little overboard? Oh, those are the two options. Yeah. <laughs> overboard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually did go overboard a little bit already, but I'll do it. I'll do more. Patreon is going to be fucking dropper.
1: Shuddy Boy's fucking news is going to be very, very slow. Oh, shit. Yo, did you guys hear that the Guinness World Record for... I
0: don't feel like, based on Shuddy's reaction, I don't feel that strong about this week's Shuddy's news. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it exists. Yeah, there might be, yeah, there might be no news, which would be a real bummer. But hey, we'll make do. Don't worry. You Guys, think that's I ever won't... happened on like a a local news broadcast? Like the anchors show up and they're
1: like, "Fuck!" Like right when the camera goes live, <laughs>
2: we,
0: we have we have nothing to scare you with. Sorry, it's all good. It's going to be sunny
2: this week, all week. Well, see, they have <laughs> interns that don't get paid to put that stuff together for them. Don't you as well? No, I have no interest. I thought you have a shower. You're,
0: and so you have an associate producer who you do not pay. <laughs> Jesus. Excuse me, we do not pay. <laughs> I just pay your ex Oh, no. nice. Yeah. Hey, it's Guys. an Easter egg. You can
1: get a little loose here, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, Shuddy, I need I've record heard. permission. Shit. Damn. Starting off with a big swig. I like it.
2: It wasn't that big of a swig because I'm going to have to get a straw. My glasses got in the way.
1: Went full pseudo room. Is that what I'm doing? <laughs> I couldn't take a big sip because you hit my glasses.
0: Well, Kevin, it's just me and you. I got to grind up some weed. This is going to be a long one. I can tell. I'm already fucking annoyed. <laughs> should we should we pull our asses out and just predator
1: the camera and then when Shuddy Boy sits back down? Not ah, too uh, late. Next time.
2: <laughs> Look at these little Kenner-style Masters of the Universe figures I got yesterday.
1: Damn, Shuddy. You've Ford got a Kenner? Uh,
2: Kenner. The people who made the Star Wars toys that started the um, action figure craze.
0: Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> Kenner. What? Fucking pussy. Jesus. Oh,
1: man. Man, I'm very curious uh, if there's any He-Man toys he hasn't bought yet. I
0: still haven't seen He-Man. I gotta catch up on that. Oh, my back. God damn it. All I have is fucking, like, Sticks and stems left of my weed i'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go re-up got a beet snickel
1: fritz bag.
0: No, it's just like I buy like ten grams at a time, so when you're like picking off the best parts of a little nug, sometimes you'll leave behind like the shitty ones like I should just throw them out, but sometimes I leave them in the actual case or just put them back in the case. And when you get to the bottom, it is just it's terrible. You can play stick war down here.
2: Yeah, why don't you just should chuck you them in them? an ashtray? Why do you buy 10 grams? Tell me what it is!
0: What do you mean? Like, well, should I buy more or less?
2: Why would, yeah, why, I'll have three quarters of an ounce, please.
0: Because this dispensary that I go to does 10 gram weekly specials.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Well, that makes sense.
0: So I go every couple. Yeah, they do like five yeah. gram eighths, and then they do, which isn't an eighth, obviously. And then they'll do, uh, yeah, like ten gram connoisseur or exotic weed specials. So I'll go every couple weeks, and that'll be like my.
2: All right. Well, then, okay, situated. that makes sense. I thought you were arbitrarily like, I'll take ten grams, please.
0: Yeah. No. That but, like awkward this number fucking
2: wasn't my guy, choice. he can't just buy <laughs> a half an ounce or a, a whole. A whole ounce, he's gotta get th- fucking three quarter or
0: I want
1: ten you know, grams.
2: Ten
0: point seven five grams of pot, please. It's a it's a random number, but they come up with it and I mean it's also I'm sorry, not three like,
2: eighths. It's three I'm, eighths. No, I'm doing the math wrong already.
0: It's not like like it's the place that I go to isn't isn't uh regulated, we'll say, so
2: Ah, you go to one of those trap shops.
0: Sure, yeah, but like all the uh the legal spots have their things pre or pre measured out and like you know what I mean sealed and packaged already, so you can't, you really can't get anything out of like the standard marijuana measurements of the you know grams eighths quarters it's stuff like that boner time. uh time. So I have a movie request that I want to run past you guys. Um, it's a very important movie request.
1: All right. I it's like core movie classic
0: that very, very, very few people have seen or really I would say know about. And when did it come out? Hold on. I have the case in front of me. I didn't own this on Blu-ray. I had it on DVD, but I left it in my home in upstate New York. Do you want to Years promote ago. it on the main show? I don't know. We can we can discuss it if you want. I'd like. Are you ready for the main? I show? would like
1: to. I'd like to discuss it in depth. I always like it when Jeff Clark is passionate about a movie.
0: All right, great. And uh, I have nothing to review this week, so <laughs> doing a review and <laughs> and uh, requesting that you guys watch this movie is. I'll do that's it. What I'll yeah that's that's how I'll fill my review quota or void this week. Nice. Man. I feel like I've had a full day already. I kinda have. I've kind of worked like seven hours already. I need to get my ass into gear. Let me tell you. I need some like coffee or something. Some blow cane, some Adderall. We should get <sighs> I know Look, this man, isn't we're... probably good for the internet. We probably shouldn't just be putting it out there. But I want Adderall. I just want it. I want a bunch of it. Someone email me. You know what? I really feel
1: like we just we just talked about how we we're just nearing the end of the war on pot. <laughs> Adderall basically is medicinal cocaine. Like, I personally feel like if you want to use Adderall as a PED and not a partying thing, they should be chill with it.
0: I don't know who they is, but the you rule mean makers. The, the the Los Angeles Police Department. If our, it came down to it, well, in our my overlords, case, long Beach. the overlords, right, the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The the deep state.
1: Look, if I can get prescribed Ritalin, and I take ten milligrams every day, uh, I bring it up every couple of years with the person that writes the scripts, and there's supposedly no real long term effects, like. As long as you don't go on too high of a dose, it doesn't stress your heart out, really. So, why can't Jeff Clark take 10 milligrams on a day when he wants to kick his ass in a high gear?
2: Because it also affects people without that chemical makeup in their brain differently. Like, when you take Ritalin, you don't get super speedy, do you? A little bit.
1: It's, it's not, you- I'm not like partying, but it... it I definitely know when it kicks in and i'm like okay i have uh i'm, I'm ready for this i can
0: focus up like let me open let me open open up a word document. right so it, it
2: brings you up <laughs> to that it doesn't bring you to that next level where you're talking a million miles an hour and your teeth are chattering and oh god
1: no why can't
0: huh. it be oh
2: <laughs> no that's but of know I mean, anytime that's what you're I've looking for jeff like ten mi- milligrams of Adderall Sometimes. recreationally because I don't need it. That's where it sent me. Oh, you get the wiggly bump jaw. Yeah, it's like I'm on cocaine, and that's Gosh. why I enjoy Adderall so much. <laughs> if we're being honest, we are. We are always being honest here on the. <laughs> we're Madeline. being honest. If I could get my hands on some Adderall, I would just crush it up right here on the desk.
1: I feel like the Easter we're egg. We're doing dull- that if we're doling out some uh, some. Uh, paywall honesty out here today (laughs) yeah
0: yeah exactly we've 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 made the pumanati pay for these kind of
2: takes the past few years and
0: (laughs) now we're just coming outward with it we want drugs we're teasing internet
2: we want the drugs we're teasing we're trying to get them we're trying to you know open up subscriber open up subscriptions
0: yeah all right you want to see a predator
3: but Which I do have MSPH something housekeeping
2: trying. wise for us to discuss between episodes. Don't let me forget. Hmm. Yep, I'm good at remembering stuff. Jeff, write it on your paper. And I'm excellent
0: with responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I actually I have a paper to write it on, and I will. And I'm not looking blue. I don't look like
1: Doctor Manhattan.
0: You always no. kind of have a tint of blue to you, but it's less aggressive this time. Mm, I'll take it. Yeah, nothing you can do. It's I. I feel like it's more noticeable because of the yellow shirt. Which is I came in in the tail end of the conversation with you and Shuddy about your guys' shirt shirt choices. Yours is awesome, and I don't really know know what yours
2: is, Shuddy. But it's Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash right. in New Jersey. Kevin comments. was
0: describing, and I know it's an awesome shirt. I know it's cool. I just didn't didn't resonate with me originally. So but yeah, that's kind of why I think you look a little blue. A little bit, you know, with your tattoos there, the yellow shirt, some blue, and it's all, you know, you're you're bright today, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Just trying to brighten up some days here, Jeff. Let's do it. From Los Angeles, California. We're the Mad Scientist Party hour.